0: Hello and welcome to another episode on Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Time is ticking and the title race is heating up. Liverpool, Man City and Arsenal all won during match week 24. Manchester United beat Aston Villa in a game that could reignite their pursuit of a top four finish. And Tottenham were also victorious. One in style uh, towards the end of the game against Brighton. So let's review all of the matches in match week 24. And we'll start with the first game, and that is West Ham versus Arsenal. And what a performance it was from Arsenal, who simply hammered West Ham. Let's go through the goals in the game. The first goal came from a corner. Great cross by Declan Rice towards the far post. And Saliba nods the ball into the back of the net. Saka gets fouled in the box by Ariola, so they are awarded a penalty. Saka steps up and converts calmly into the corner. Declan Rice was on smoke (laughs) during this game with his set pieces as the third goal came from his free kick and this time it was the other centre-back, Gabriel, who hits the back of the net with a header. Trossard makes it 4-0 as he controls the ball, creates a half-yard and curls it into the corner. What a finish from the attacker. He was playing a more central role in this game. I actually think this this, uh, role suits him as he's a great finisher. I feel like he can be Arsenal's gunman when he's playing more centrally by the way all of these goals were scored before half time Um, as you can imagine all of the West Ham fans or I should say some of the West Ham fans started vacating and simply had enough but that didn't stop Arsenal as Saka makes it five with a great finish from the inside of the box but the final goal was a dagger to the West Ham faithful as it was their former player Declan Rice scoring an absolute screamer into the top corner what a finish from the midfielder he was fantastic throughout the game now he was getting booed quite a lot during the game which for me is wrong but i think that was their way of trying to apply more pressure on Declan rice um it actually (laughs) ended up being the opposite effect but overall a great performance from the gunners that was a statement win and they look like they're playing with some real confidence now still sitting in third position Joint points on 52 with Man City. You still have a game in hand. Next game, Liverpool versus Burnley, which ended 3-1. Liverpool managed to get the win against the Clarets, but it wasn't a dominant performance, as the scoreline would suggest. Liverpool were pretty poor throughout the game, especially in the first half. But the difference between the two sides was the killer instinct in front of goal. Liverpool opened the scoreline in the half-hour mark as Jota scores a header from a corner, but Burnley equalised just before half-time with a bullet header from O'Shea. That was a huge blow for Liverpool, as it it could have killed momentum going into the second half, but thankfully it didn't, and I have to say it was down to the impact of Harvey Elliott, who came on as a second-half sub. His energy and dynamic play helped the team move the ball quicker in the final third, and his passing was fantastic, as he ended up providing two assists. The second goal for Liverpool... Great cross by Elliot towards Luis Diaz, who had to adjust his body by going low towards the ground and produce a header towards the near post. But after that, Burnley had some glorious chances involving Fofana. The first chance, he was through on goal. His shot was blocked by Kelleher. And then Oliver followed up with the rebound. But his effort was high and wide and completely missed the target. The second chance... For final, it's three on goal from the left side. Now, this is where I got a bit worried, um, as I thought he was going to hit the back of the net. But thankfully, his shot just misses the post and goes wide. Liverpool, at that moment, count themselves lucky, as those goals could have cost us the game. But thankfully, we were the storm and managed to get the third goal. Great lofted cross from Elliott towards Darwin Nunes, who executes a fantastic header into the bottom corner. What a f- finish it was from the striker? Liverpool walk away with all three points. It was an ugly win but at this stage of the season. It's all about gathering these points. Liverpool remain top of the league for another week. The next game, Manchester City versus Everton. Man City produced yet again another win. That's eight wins on the bounce. They seem unstoppable right now. The main man, Erling Haaland, was back to scoring again and he simply stole the show against Everton. The first goal from Haaland, what a finish from the striker. Right-footed strike from a corner that pretty much ripples the net in style. Great execution from City's number nine. The second goal was my favourite. City on the counter-attack as Kevin De Bruyne threads the through ball to Haaland, who is one-on-one against Branwave. I think was the defender. He muscles him to the ground, goes through on goal and slots it in the bottom corner with composure. The way he scored that goal was very reminiscent of the Dortmund Haaland, where he would use his body strength and explosive speed to go past defenders and score on an a attack, counter-attack. Not a typical City goal, but I guess that's another weapon to their armoury. City are now second in the league, but still with a game in hand, which I believe is against Brentford um, on the 20th of February. So I can't lie, it is scary hours for the league. Kevin De Bruyne and Haaland are back with a bang. Foden has been phenomenal, especially during the absence of Kevin De Bruyne early in the season. He's actually my favourite for the Young Player of the Season award. But more importantly, City have no injuries, so Pep has a fully fit squad to choose from. And I'm sure they are ready to take the league and possibly the Champions League by storm now. Next fixture, it was Aston Villa versus Manchester United. Um, This is a big victory for the Red Devils who now have sight of possibly finishing in the top four. Their Danish striker, Hoyland, opens the scoreline as these scores are tapping from close range. He's finding some form now which is going to be um, a key to their season Uh, but it wasn't all one-way traffic. Villa had plenty of chances throughout the game especially from McGinn and Watkins but fair play to Anana he produced some crucial saves. Villa managed to get the equaliser as United were unable to clear the lines from a corner. Bailey hits a, right, a ball from the right side into the six-yard box. Douglas Luiz manages to guide it towards the goal and hits the roof of the net. Cheeky celebration from the Brazilian uh, with a little shimmy towards the fans. But unfortunately for Villa, United had the last laugh as Dalot whips in a fantastic cross towards the danger zone and McTominay, a.k.a. McFlaney scores the winner with a header big result for Manchester United that's three wins on the bounce they're currently six in the league six points away from fourth the way United fans are making noise you'd think they were a point away from fourth but it's a big big task to get fourth but I wouldn't rule it out it's not impossible uh, if they can string some consecutive wins like they have been recently they have a fighting chance Villa have dropped a lot of points recently They've only managed to gain two wins in the last six games with one draw and two defeats. So it's not all plain sailing right now. The hunt for the fourth position in the league continues. Next fixture is Tottenham versus Brighton. Another team competing for fourth spot. uh, And that's Tottenham, who were victorious over the weekend, beating Brighton 2-1. But it was Brighton who actually opened the scoreline as Welbeck was fouled by Ven in the box. Penalty given. Pascal Grouse steps up and smashes the ball into the corner. Great finish from the midfielder. Spurs get the equaliser, but in very lucky fashion. Kulisevsky hits a free ball towards Papasar, who tries to uh, square it towards Richarlison. His pass gets blocked by a dunk, but then the ball somehow finds its way back to Sar, and he has an easy chance to convert the finish. But then this is where the game ended in dramatic style. As Spurs won the contact in the 96th minute. Fantastic free ball from Son on the left-hand side. He finds Bennett Johnson and smashes the ball into the back of the net. Great win for Big Ange and his boys. That move, that win, I should say, moves them up to fourth in the league with 47 points. Now in other fixtures, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea, that ended 3-1 to Chelsea. Now, Palace scored a wonder goal through Lerma. And I can't lie, I thought at at that time, this might be the game where Palace get all three points and kick on from there. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Chelsea made a late comeback. Goals coming from Gallagher, who scored a double, and Enzo Fernandez at the end. It's looking bleak for the Eagles, unfortunately. They're currently 15th in a relegation battle. I wouldn't say as of yet but they're not far off. Five points away from the relegation zone. The next five fixtures are crucial. They'll be facing Everton, Burnley, Tottenham, Luton Town and Newcastle United. Now, the Tottenham and Newcastle games will be very difficult to get anything from, but they need to get points off Everton, Burnley and Luton Town. who are teams around them at the bottom of the table. So crucial games for Palace in the upcoming weeks. The next fixture... Nottingham Forest versus Newcastle, which ended 3-2 to Newcastle. And what a game this ended up being. Bruno Guimarães was on smoke in this game. His first goal, what a volley it was from the midfielder. Forest then equalised through Alanga, who looked electric in this game. And then we had Fabian Shaw uh, giving Newcastle the lead again with a striker's finish. He seems to pop up with these moments quite a lot in the season. Hassan Odoi, uh, levels it up just before halftime for Nottingham Forest. But then Bruno Gormeres grabs the winner with a shot from outside of the box. A great win for the tsunami there. The next fixture, Wolves versus Brentford. A surprise defeat for Wolves, I would say, as they've been showing some good form recently, especially at home. But a fantastic away win for Brentford. Norgard opens the scoreline with a fantastic header from a corner for Brentford. Wolves did hit the back of the net after Neto whipped in a fantastic cross from the right-hand side towards Craig Dawson, who heads the ball into the back of the net. But unfortunately, he was like an inch offside, so harsh, but the goal was ruled out by VAR. And Ivan Tony scored from close range to make it 2-0 and gave Brentford the win. The next fixture, Luton Town versus Sheffield United, which ended 3-1 to Sheffield United. It's a huge win for the Blades. Archer opens the score sheet with a fantastic run from the left-hand side and a clinical finish in the end. McAtee scores from the penalty spot. Morris gets a goal for Luton uh, from the penalty spot as well. And then Sheffield United scored the third goal and final goal, I should say, through Souza. Uh, great strike from the right-hand side. And the final fixture of match-week 24. Fulham versus Bournemouth, which ended 3-1. A big win for the Cottages. Dukadova-Reed opens the scoreline with a nice finish from the inside of the box. Muniz makes it 2-0 with a predator's finish inside the six-yard box. Sinesi probably scored the goal of the week, in my opinion, as he flicks the ball in the air, turns and hits a volley into the back of the net. A striker's finish from the centre-back there. Muniz then gets his second goal of the game with a tap-in. He's an interesting player for Fulham. Coming into the team in place of Jimenez, and for me, he showed a great account of himself, a player maybe to look out for in the future. So that's my Match Week 24 review. Just going to go through some of the comments here. Um, for Uncle Ross says, Big up, bro. Big up yourself, And for Uncle Ross. Thank you for your comment. Thank you for tuning in. And I've got another comment here from Daz. He said, Big up, Ozzy. Hope you're well today. Big up yourself, Daz. Thank you, as always, for your comments. Uh Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. And then you just sent me another comment. Did you hear Trent Dom? out of the final Aussie. I did not hear this. I haven't been on social media today. I've just finished work. That's that's a disappointment. Um, Especially with Trent, because I didn't know the extent of his injury, because obviously he was substituted in the last game against Burnley. Donovan Subozdai was always going to be a risky one just due to the fact that we were hearing all sorts of reports in terms of how long he will be injured. Um, So, yeah, it's a shame that these two players aren't playing I think we still have enough in the locker to win that final, but it's a shame as they've been very pivotal in our run up to that uh, League Cup, but also in generally in terms of the season. And they do occupy our right side of the pitch. Um, So, yeah, we'll be slightly weakened in that area, but I feel like we have enough quality to cement the win at Wembley Stadium. Uh, Before we conclude, I will announce the FPL uh, manager of the week, and that goes to. Henry uh, Quason uh, his team is called HQFC, and he managed to attain 91 points, and he's moved up to 50th position in the league. So well done to Henry. That's a good tally in terms of your match week points there. Uh, I saw your team uh, selection, very interesting selections there. So yeah, well done to you uh, on your match week uh, in, the pre- in the FPL. In terms of my performance, it actually wasn't too bad. I got a respectable score of 80 points this week, That's allowed me to move up to 42nd in the league. A few more performances like that, I'm sure I'll be back in the top half again. But until then, we'll see how it goes. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Anfield and Kuroz and Daz for your comment. Appreciate your support as always. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe to the channel. In terms of upcoming content, the next show will be tomorrow. At 10 PM, as I do a match preview of Brentford versus Liverpool in Match Week 25, and then I'll also be doing a match week re- match reaction show next uh, this weekend. Um, time to be confirmed. So yeah, thank you as always, guys. Take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all very very soon. Goodbye.